Well, ladies and gentlemen, you requested it, you requested it, and you requested it some more. And you got it. Welcome back to Story Archives. We're covering Constellation, episodes one and two. Zach, it's a pleasure to see you, my friend. How are you doing today? It's good to see you as well. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Good. Uh, I was thinking, you know, we should have edited this intro where I was talking to you and then occasionally you would just cut off screen and just be an empty chair. And the whole episode, it would just be, Zach, Zach, Zach. And then you'd come back and you'd say, what? What do you, what's going which on? Zach? Like, which Zach? I'm yeah. more confused after episode two. We have not watched episode three. Apple did release three episodes. I'm assuming they released three because everybody who watched it, everyone who watched it was probably like, we don't know what the hell happened in episodes one and two. You know, you got Joe who's on the space station at one moment, then she's in a snowy cabin the next moment, you know, then she's on the space station again. Then she's in a creepy hallway with her daughter um, pounding on the inside door of an armoire. I mean, I don't know what the hell happened. I can only assume it all has everything to do with that little experiment that Commander Lancaster was uh, fiddling with. And I think he just discovered quantum matter, which maybe takes us to like a quantum verse, quantum physics, multiple realities, parallel. Parallel universe is, is yeah. where my head has been going multiverse. to at the very least. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if everybody has the multiverse or maybe it's just Joe because she came into direct contact with that thing. Um, I wasn't expecting the show to be this suspenseful off the bat and I wasn't expecting to spend the first two episodes with her trying to get off the ship. But I'm glad she's off the ship and I hope we start to get some answers because I am lost as hell and it seems like the only two people in the room who know what's going on is Henry Caldera and uh, the Russian cosmonaut leader. Do you know her name? The one uh, who's in charge of the Roscosmos? Oh, Roscosmos. Irene? Maybe. If you can verify that. Yeah. Those two seem to be in on something. I think Irene knows something to do with that, like the fact that a body crashed into the space station. She seemed oddly, um, she had this odd expression on her face when she heard that it was a uh, a Soviet woman who crashed into it. Yeah, it was very much something. And then her and Henry are talking like lost lovers and they keep mentioning each other's brother and sister, but they're saying it odd, like there isn't really a brother and sister. And then Mm. we end episode two with Joe and Alice walking into the snow to go find the other Alice. So maybe the brother and sister these two are referring to are is themselves, like a different version of themselves. Who knows? I'm lost right now, but uh, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Uh, They have my curiosity. We'll see if they get my attention with episode three. I am 100% with you, right? Like, I'm interested. I want to know what's going on, but I've got high expectations for episode three. Like, I I feel like there's a lot that needs to be explained in episode three if I'm going to stay on. That's like, that's a big bite of a show to to swallow, I guess, you know, if you're going to get into it. Three whole episodes. Mm -hmm. And if you're still not knowing what's going on, I I don't know. It might might not take off Mm -hmm. very well. But I've got to say, it's very bizarre watching this show after having watched For All Mankind. 
just because well you're talking about you hear the the, the Soyuz and uh you've got what Ilya you've got a few other characters and I hear the name and I'm just like it, it's just for all mankind flashes back in my mind for a brief moment I can't help but have that happen uh I'm just gonna I'm not weirded out by it and the reason is because I'm already operating under the impression that every Apple TV show is connected <laughs> to each other and so this this is a prequel to the events that occurred in for all man I don't know Ilya <laughs> is the guy who's running the 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 sill the mm-hmm. freaking alcohol um you know the, the illegal black market, provision on, on Mars, black yeah. market on Mars that's him I'm just guessing that's him at this point but I'm kidding I yeah. just wouldn't be surprised yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that's actually the case, but it's. I just find it amusing. Yeah, I, I can't help but think about it. But yeah, this. I mean, I'm also not quite sure like where the show is going to take us. There, there's certain spots in both episodes where it, it almost felt like it was a horror sort of show, more yes. so than like a sci-fi mystery. I was um, waiting but, for Paul to yeah. just, just jump up. Out of nowhere. Oh, I know, yeah. right? Just several times. Hey, well, Joe grabbed his floating hand in space oh and his God. body just appeared. So, don't don't, don't forget, he, I think, also touched the device or was right next to it before he died. So, she's not the only person to, I guess, have been in contact with whatever on and, Earth or on space. And space let's not happened. forget, let's not forget that when she's disconnecting and she's detaching from the station to go in mm-hmm. manual deorbit, right? Yeah. That was a two-person operation. That thing should not have unlatched, right? Because you needed yeah. one person on one side and one person on the other. And she saw somebody through the window in that hole looking out into space. So, yeah. some multiverse person, whether it was Paul, whoever it was, unlatched or that herself. thing for her. Or herself, yeah. In another... um who knows, man? It's so early, but it's definitely feeling like some sort of weird. Um, she she kind of went off the timeline. Let's not forget the timer she sets for forty five yeah. minutes, and then it starts ticking down rapidly. Um, she broke the time barrier. I don't I don't know what's going on currently. Is, is that how you? I didn't interpret it quite that way. Like I I did for a split moment, but then it just felt like a way to show. Uh, Mila, time. she was just advancing through time. Like, I mean, she sat oh, there no. for 40 minutes because there was nothing else she could do. But I mean, no, I, I didn't take it that way because the camera focused on her catching sight of the time going down. Ah, uh, I may have that. And then she kind of, they kind of isolate on her impression, like her expression on her face when she sees the time tick down. So yeah. I think in that moment where the time is passing like that, um, she's in that zone that quantum zone just like i think everything that's happening in the cabins is actually happening but it's happening mm. in the future i don't yeah. it, it's still too early there's lots of unanswered questions they also showed this brief moment which i knew it felt very strange uh it showed henry having this red and yellow pill and then it showed irene from the ross cosmos having this red and yellow pill and they were the only mm. two who had it but they both took a pill uh, in the episode or in the, within these two episodes, it has something to do with it. They immediately started drinking after, like pretty much together after they thought Joe was dead. Um, yeah, yeah in- interesting things going on. There's a lot of unanswered questions. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. We I mean we've got Apple again, or yet again, with another show where we're seeing things in multiple like 
times happening, right? Like I, I do not think that anything that we're seeing is linear. Like I feel like we're at least seeing the the story jump from like, um, like the cabin. I think is you know a, a bit in the future. I don't know how far in the future. Five weeks. Get, five weeks. Months. Oh, five weeks. Okay. Well, um, it should yeah. be because they showed us Cologne, Germany, mm-hmm. and it said five weeks earlier. That's so, right. Yeah. That's so right. we're we're five I got, weeks. I ahead. got an ad from another Apple show. Uh, I want to say it was like the, the new look or something when I started the episode. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like, I don't know, a, a credit or something from the ad, not the uh, not the actual show. So, oh, I see, I see. Oh, by the way, All I watched right. the first like two minutes of that show. It looks interesting. It looks very interesting. Same. So did I. I, yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I tell you what, uh, last night was a late night. I watched the first two episodes of this, watched Masters of the Air, and then I moved on to a, a new look for about the first five minutes or so. Yeah, it looks I like decent. The, I like the premise. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Ben Mendelsohn, good actor, and mm-hmm. uh, felt very Mad Men-ish. Um, it, a little bit. A little bit. It, it's it's interesting though watching the the new look, or at least the the beginning of it, after having watched part of Masters of the Air. Because I mean, that's true. Just, it's post World War Two. Sure, everything's connected, man. <laughs> that's that's literally connected because it's a true story. But um, yeah. all right, let's can let's continue on here. Um, I went into this show blind, no preparation. Numi Rapace is a hell of an actor. Um, mm-hmm. the fact that she's just carrying this show pretty much the whole time just is a testament to her. It felt like she's done like a couple of movies that this could have been like the beginning of. Like when she crash lands back onto Earth, it felt very much, um, in her um, what's the movie that's the prequel to, uh, Alien? Um, starts with oh, a P. I know what you're talking about. Alien. Starts with it starts with a P. Um, that's gonna a Prometheus. Prometheus. It reminded yeah. me of Prometheus a little bit. I was like, oh my God, what if it's just like, it's <laughs> not on Earth. Anyways, um, overall, really good, really well done so far. I mean, I, I love the relationship between her and her daughter, Alice. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a complexity between her and her relationship with her husband, Magnus. Uh, there's a weird dynamic with this guy, Frederick. I don't know if there's an affair going on there. I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, Frederick seems very emotionally tied to Joe and also when he says yeah. hello to her, he says it like with this tone of like the lost lover thing going on there. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully not. Hopefully that's not the case. I- I'm more rooting for a, you know, a Magnus Joe, uh, recovery of their relationship. But then again, he is absent in the five weeks later. I'm assuming episode three yeah everything just hits the fan essentially because at a certain point we open up the series and it seems like she's on the run with her daughter with this device in her front seat. So, yeah. um, we don't know what's going to happen from here. I will say Henry played by uh, Jonathan Banks, AKA Mike Herman Trout, uh, is a real douchey character in this series so far. In fact, mm-hmm. the Americans didn't really get a good look on this, and I did put a side note. I'm gonna say, you know, the you know the blonde girl who cuts off uh, Paul's arm on the ship. She has yeah. a couple selfish moments where she's like, "We all got families." And then you have, you know, Jonathan Banks' character Henry, who's pretty much like, you know, I want to save this damn device over any of these astronauts. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, I know. He does so, not care about humans. It, so it, once it, again, it feels very know. personal, right? Like, I mean, it's between him. Uh, well, I mean, it's really just the device. I don't know. I, maybe they had an experiment on Earth 
prior to this space mission and they ripped something apart and that's why they're both popping pills trying to i guess stay sane or something i guess my my thought process is like if the experiment succeeded on that version right like whatever iteration of the experiment succeeded yeah why the urgency to like have to save this thing over the people right you could just redo the experiment if it worked you know and just do that but i guess it's well, more complicated you know the, the the political climate in the show i mean this is this is but the 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 i i i s ISS, ISS, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, has been uh, operational for like 30 years instead of the 20 years that it was supposed to be operational for. And mm. so if you know if people die in space, they come back, nobody's going to want to fly anything else out to space. So um, it just kind of seems like they're not, they would never be able to go back up and test again or get the device in the future for whatever reason. I, I don't know. I, I need to be explained a little bit more about what's going on, why we can't go back. I think we all sounds do. like they got a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think maybe the the political climate lends itself to the fact that the nations wouldn't cooperate, maybe in the mm-hmm. way that they are at this point, because this ISS is owned by the U.S., Russia, Japan, and uh, Canada. I think so. Yeah. It's like uh, just all the nations are on there. So maybe the concern is that that's not going to happen again. And then especially after this accident, um, it might be one of those things where nobody wants to fund that for a while. So mm-hmm. all in all, I mean, the series lends itself to conversation uh, simply because to talk through the confusion of, of what is going <laughs> on. Um, he did mention that the quantum matter that they discovered can only survive in space. So I was surprised to see that thing still functioning on Earth. I'm assuming that briefcase he has is some sort of like weird zero gravity briefcase or something. That I don't. I don't think is that yeah. that weird. I I just I it was it's a computer. Whatever experiment they ran, I think is is what this thing was probably connected to. That Joe disconnected it when she brought it back. That's my guess. Because it was you... the experiment could only work in zero g in, in space. Ah, I see. What what did you think of the um? I I kind of missed that point there. But what what did you think? When he's looking at the iPad, it was funny also when he said, give me the iPad. I thought that was a funny line. I also thought it was funny when he says, um, the woman who he's arguing with to to get the approval, to get the cow retrieval, when he says, yeah. Michaela, this is not just some scientific equipment. This is, I was like, I think Zach, you should use that. Like you should <laughs> use that whenever you're trying to talk about something that's valuable, uh, that yeah. your wife does not see the value in, that you just say, Michaela, this is not simply... <laughs> scientific equipment that we're talking about. I I have I haven't had to go that far yet with all of the the products that I've, I've yeah, purchased yeah. that are sitting on my desk. But <laughs> you should find that line though and verbatim use it. I, I thought about you when I when I saw it there. Yeah, but I, my question to you was when he's looking at the iPad and he says, "No, it can't be there. It's there." How do you say Eureka in Russian? So, what the hell did he see on the iPad? I'm assuming this device is somehow in Russia or there's a signal that's popping off that it's somehow in Russia. I don't know. But he said he's been dedicating his life to this cause and Irina is very familiar with the disease Um, and they kind of talk about like this very mysterious disease that these two are um, seemingly trying to find a cure for or I don't know. Yeah, I honestly don't know. I don't know how to interpret that. I, you know, anytime that that he was looking at data, Henry was looking at data on on any screen, 
it just, it looked like the same thing to me. It just looked like you were seeing this, I don't know, cell or something like this yeah. magnetic field separate. That's the only thing that I kind of picked up from what he was looking at. And that, that's why I feel like, I don't know, maybe maybe we've got some parallel universe going on here. We, we tore a hole through space and time and we've got this like portal that's, you know, shifting you back and forth between these parallel universes. That's just kind of what it feels like. Um, but I don't know. Did, did you pick up something else on that? No, what I've been trying to piece together and I think why shows start this way and, and kind of tell a story in this kind of puzzle piece way is because you're putting the puzzle together as, as you watch the show. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what on earth is going to occur that's going to have to require this woman to go on the run. Why is she so scared of being caught by you know the police or whatever? So what's going to happen that Joe's going to have to go on the run or go into hiding? I, I just mm-hmm. don't know what what on earth she's going to uncover or figure out that she feels she needs to steal this device or take the device or whatever. Well, that's what I'm more interested in, why she decides to steal the device. I mean, I'm sure she's nervous that she's on the run because she probably has what what could be one of the most expensive experiments uh, on the planet. I I don't know how much they paid for this thing, Um, but I mean, she's literally got it in her seat. So that's why I think she's at least very nervous. I just don't know why she stole it. Maybe she realizes, you know, in the next episode that we've got something weird going on. Um, and then she's, she figures out that, oh, when I'm close to this device, things start to shift back and forth. I don't know. Like, I, I've just, I've got to see the episode. If you came to this podcast hoping for clarity, you're not going to find we it. We don't here. have it. At least not <laughs> in episodes <laughs> one and two. Because yeah, it was sure. just me and Zach texting each other saying, WTF, what is going on? Yeah. I'm lost. Yeah. Zach, I asked Zach earlier because I, I was busy earlier. <laughs> and he, he told, I told him, hey, man, it's, it was seven o'clock and uh, I was working still. And I said, hey, I haven't watched the episodes yet. And I said, you know, I'm going to watch them. We'll record tonight, you know, yada, 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 as we do when we're on podcast mm-hmm. nights, when we're playing it by ear. And uh, he tells me, yeah, I watched the first two. I said, okay, uh, what'd you think? He goes, uh, suspenseful, confusing as hell. <laughs> and I put, I just put okay because I was like, I, I don't know what else to ask to get the details out of this. But yeah. that pretty much does sum it up. Suspenseful, un, <laughs> right? It was like unsuspectingly suspe- suspenseful and yeah. confusing, you know. And I yeah. literally asked him, I said, Did, were you focused or were you like multitasking watching shows? And he's like, no, I was focused. I was yeah. focused. <laughs> I was focused too. And I still don't know what's going on. So, oh man, yeah, yeah. I- I, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to episode three. I got. I got some high expectations for that yeah, one. Same, so same. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I've got to ask though, because there was there's a couple things that happened. And well, there's more than a couple things that happened in these yeah. two episodes. But there's there's two that we haven't really talked about in any way. And I'm kind of trying to understand what happened, who it is, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, there, what when when Joe was in the pod during one of the the like sh- shutdown yes. times of 45 minutes or whatever the bag that Floated was over the head. guy's head yeah yeah it, it didn't and it didn't seem like it was like it just like lifted off his head and floated up because there should there should not be any movement right you're in zero g there's nothing happening it felt and sounded as if somebody pulled it off of his head and flew it like flung it up towards her because you heard the bag go like that dude is alive i don't know how but he's alive in some parallel universe somebody's alive that's assisting her because remember she hears the banging 
Yeah. She hears that I bang. think it was him. I mean, hopefully for his character's sake, it's him because, you know, he was a pretty honorable guy. Uh, in his last moment, he like pretty much off, uh, off, you know, handed yeah. off command to her, right? Yeah. I think he had like a total of 10 words in this in the show so far <laughs> um but i don't know i i kind of feel like may- maybe he's the one that helped disengage the lock i mean again we saw yes, his body yes. appear which she grabbed his hand could have been in her head but it, i don't know it could have been him like there's obviously something going on where there's at least two different realities the other thing that we hadn't really talked about you mentioned it a little earlier um in in the first episode when shit hits the fan rather mm-hmm. early uh we joe goes outside uh spacewalks and ends up finding oh you know a bunch of things are damaged she goes to investigate and there's the body this body floats floats out is that body coming at like torpedo speed like it i, I mean it had to have just been like circling around the uh around the planet i guess it was in orbit so yeah i mean just picking up speed or something moving real quick caused Tor- a lot of damage yeah um do you have any thoughts around who that might be or why? Like, is that possible that it's Irene? Like, a, an alternate version of, of her? Well, there was a moment where she's sitting at her desk, and I don't, I can't find the, t- I don't know if you can find the timestamp. It's in episode one when she sends that email out. And she's in the mm-hmm. pod, and, she's, and she sent it. And it's a brief second. It is a brief second that it occurs. Yeah. She's sitting at her desk. She's reading the email, <clears throat> and there's a portrait behind her, and the portrait looks just like the drawing of the cosmonaut woman, and it's out yeah. of focus and it's blurry, and uh, it, it's gonna be hard to find. It's right when she's doing that, and then go to the scene with Irene. Keep going, keep I'm going, keep going. On it. We are around forty minutes at the moment. Yeah, we'll provide the timestamp to oh. you all. No, keep going, keep going, still further. There, you passed it. You can go around there somewhere. Just kind of reverse Yeah, right it. around 43 minutes, Keep it going. looks like. Maybe it's further back. I feel like it would. Yeah, I feel like it's a bit earlier. I'll keep talking. I'll, right. I'll look for it. Either way, there there is a portrait behind her. And it just so... It, I mean, obviously, this that was the uniform. So, I'm wondering if that possibly was uh, her... Or maybe it was her sister that she's talking about. You know how they talk about her sister? Um, yeah. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's an alternate version of her. Who knows? I. It does feel, it has like all, it reeks of like this experiment. See, when she goes to her office after this is when it happens. Yeah. I did, I did see the portrait you're talking about that was out of focus. Yeah. Okay. It was in the spot that I said it was, I think. Anyways. Uh, yeah, there, there it, it is. Right there. It's 43 minutes and 51 seconds. Yeah, there, it, it looks just like the painting. She has the orange suit on. Um, and by the way, if you looked at her face and just imagined it more decayed. Yeah, it, it feels very similar, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, who knows? Maybe we're just uncracking this. Maybe we're like 100% right, dude. And this is just... That'd be uh, crazy. We're just breaking the code here just of this show. Uh, but who knows? Who, honestly, who knows? I was laughing a little bit, you know, thinking, you know, what is this quant... Like, what possibilities? Like, I, just discovering this quantum thing is one thing. But how could you possibly use this? Hmm. 
to change yeah, everything. It's, it's very vague right now. It just mm-hmm. it sounds like oh, this is going to save humanity or something. It's, I don't know, man. Henry, Henry just seems extremely self centered. I don't think he he like he's clearly doesn't seem to be thinking about people at least at the moment. No, 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 no. Yeah. I I want to know what the experiment was, and there there had to have been like there's got to be like a big flashback to like some failed experiment. Like there's I just I feel like yeah. I need to see that. You know what? A though, sense of why we're here. <laughs> I get the sense that this show's no more than a two season show. Um, it just feels like that way to me. Like I can't imagine this series being four or five seasons. But I guess we'll have to see how it opens up and what the implications are once once that you know they find out. You know, I'm seeing various scenes on on the preview, um, but I have no idea right now. And it's kind of fun, honestly, because I I can't remember a storyline quite like this that I've ever watched personally, other than like mm-hmm. maybe Doctor, what's it, Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange? Where uh, the Marvel he, movie? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, the Quantum Verse. It's, it's very trippy. It's all the multiple uh, parallel universes, all that sort of thing. Multiverse, multiverses, yeah. all that stuff. So, um, yeah. you know, we'll see how they, how they land the plane on this particular one. You know, um, I don't, I, I don't, maybe we'll find ourselves in like the world of dark or something else like maybe. that, like the Netflix show. Don't tell me anything about dark though. I'm not caught up. I have to catch up. I know. Uh, I'm not caught up either. <laughs> I, I'm like on season two still of dark. Right. Um, I had an issue with like the location hopping. Oh, at one moment, Henry's like on a helipad or like on a chopper or a private jet. And the next he's on a cruise ship doing an interview with a, with a news anchor. I found that all very oh, yeah. confusing. How He was just bouncing around because it's not like this woman had that much time. She had 40 or 45 minutes to, mm-hmm. um, to unlatch the pod. So when the hell did he get the time to be on a cruise ship at sea? I just, I, that confused me. But then again... Maybe it's maybe the it's other Henry. Maybe exactly. Maybe there's two of them. Because that one yeah. says, I'm Bud. It's not Henry, it's Bud. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe Bud is that guy, and maybe Henry is this one who's obsessed with the quantum thing. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel I feel like we're we're on to something. <laughs> let's, let's, I think so. let's see if we still feel that way after what, the next what it is. We're not exactly sure, but <laughs> yeah. we're on to yeah. something. That's for sure. All right, I, don't, I really don't know what else we can possibly talk about uh, about on this episode. Oh, yeah. We covered pretty much everything in it. it. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying the casting so far. I, I think all the actors are just great. I think the writing is very good in the show. Um, I'd recommend it. Put it that way. I'd say I'd recommend it. You know, I I'm I'm gonna reserve the right to make the decision after the next episode. Okay, that's fair. They are really yeah. trusting that the audience is gonna stick with them. For three episodes. I know. I because know. Apple never releases Apple never releases three. They released no, two. two. Um, but then they didn't they break that with Masters of the Air? Masters of the Air, they only released one. Yeah, I think Masters of the Air was only one yeah. at, at first. But but I mean Masters of the Air is different in that it's just a one season thing. That right? one's like, gaining, we're not gonna that one's gaining traction amongst fans. Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think people are just now sort of picking it up. Um. All right. I I don't I don't know possibly what else we could talk about. Do you have any final notes on these two episodes before we uh, head to our categories? Honestly, no. I don't like those. Those are the, those those are the big ones. It's everything. It's it's suspenseful and it's confusing. And you know, 
let's see if we can make it a little less confusing, hopefully. You know, episode three, if all goes well, I, I would love to lay some wagers down. This feels like a great show for wagers. I think um, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, this we should come with three each. Yes, I think. Two or three. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a five, five wagers. So there's right. a guaranteed winner. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, let's get into categories. Okay. Hey, before, before, we, before we do, before we get into categories, let's talk about All some right. of the other stuff that's on the channel. We're going to be covering Constellation on Wednesdays because that's when that show is releasing. We're still covering Masters of the Air. Uh, we'll be dropping that episode this weekend at some point. And I also did, I'm covering True Detective on a solo pod where I've already done episode one and I recorded earlier today uh, episodes two through six. Uh, so actually it's a, it's a mega, it's a mega pod for the last one where I kind of just, it's just me talking a 30 minute monologue of me talking about the whole season, what went down. I didn't have the patience to watch one episode, then pod, watch one episode, then pod because it was too good. Uh, so I kind of just blew through that entire series and, uh, did a mega pod on it for all you out there. I know there's a lot of true detective coverage out there, but you know, we gave it our story archives take and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so you'll have that. I got to edit that. I'll probably do it in the morning or something um, and get that out for all you story archivers out there. I think I think that's Dude, all I got. It's a lot of good stuff on TV right now, Zach. A lot of good stuff. That's for sure. There's a lot of stuff that used to be out on, on TV too. Speaking of things that uh, we've powered through, you, you've gone through True Detective. The last time we connected, I was in the middle of season six of Game of Thrones. That was literally last week. Uh, right now, I have three episodes left of the final season. For those tuning in for the first time, uh, I have been pressing Zach for two years or three years to watch Game of Thrones. Uh, and I asked him, like, just I made a final plea this year. Please watch it before House of the Dragon season two releases so we can do a podcast on it. And he has binged through it like no other up to the point where I'm a little jealous that he has all of the seasons out at once where he can just steamroll through the, all, the entire series. Uh, but great. you know how you you know we won't, we'll talk about Game of Thrones in another episode. I think we can do like yeah, one giant Game of Thrones wrap up pod of yeah, your whole we'll experience like talk through like so, yeah, yeah. some of the the different key moments in different seasons. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I have to do a little prep and and refreshing. But yeah, I would love that. You might have more background on all of the lore because I'm sure when you watched it, you had plenty of time to dive into all of like the the background and the characters. I'm I'm moving pretty quick, but not only that, you know, I mean, I might I might hold up. Not only that, but I was also listening to uh, the a companion podcast mm-hmm. um, by the guys at Bald Move that I really enjoy. I really enjoy their Game of Thrones content. Um, so that I would pretty much like watch the episode and they'd have two Game of Thrones kind of, that's like their, that's got to be their biggest podcast because they, they separated out for all the, all the shows. Wow. Um, and I would watch, I would listen to those two and avoid the book spoilers ones. But then once you get past season six, it's completely off book. So there are no spoilers mm-hmm. to be found because nobody knew how the hell the series was going to end. They, the, <laughs> the writers of that show pretty much met with George R. R. Martin, uh, before the season, he would just give them bullet points to go with for season seven and eight, and that's why it does um, tailor off. I've I've no I've noticed a little bit of it, but we we can save that for for another episode. All right, hopping into some categories for constellation episodes one and two. Let's start with favorite scene. Um, favorite scene has to be. 
just it's kind of tough because it's pretty much the whole two episodes but yeah when she is the whole period of like when she's unlatching from the ship mm-hmm. um and when she finally does where the whole station thinks she's dead and then there's a mysterious force that unlatches it from the other side <laughs> i thought that was probably my personal favorite yeah that was pretty epic the uh i mean going going back and forth every 45 minutes trying to grab the batteries and install it was it was suspenseful i don't i don't want to say it was my favorite i feel like my favorite was the it was honestly probably part of the part of the spacewalk which i just yeah it was interesting like you know it was it was, it was it's cool it's neat to see somebody out, out in space floating around but just sort of like investigating what happened like that was that was probably part of the episode where i was like the most like on the edge of my seat like trying to look at every little detail on screen to see what's going on like what what hit the ship was it yeah. an asteroid or I don't alien know. you know yeah that was another another thing that came to mind i'm like what, what's going on here mm-hmm. we have another invasion um how about favorite character it's kind of easily Joe. It's like it's, it's how the hell do you choose anybody but Joe in yeah. the series so far? Probably yeah. Joe, Joe and her daughter. I like the husband too, uh, Magnus. I, th- I think all three of them are great. I, I mean, her daughter and and Magnus, like they didn't stand out to me too much. Like when I when I think back on the show, like the two characters that I think the most about is Joe and Henry. Yeah. Um, I I kind of hope that I like Henry a little bit more in. The next episode, I didn't, I didn't like him that much in these two episodes. I mean, I'm not saying he did a bad job at acting out the character or anything like that. It's just, it's the character. I, I just, I'm not a huge fan of. Feels very because the character is a dick. He feels very <laughs> villainy to me. I don't know. He does. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't like it. I need uh I need him from Breaking Bad. That, that's all I can say. Yeah, yeah. Um. Favorite line, was there anything that stood out to you? I didn't write anything down. I, I did laugh at the line where he goes, uh, the Michaela, this is not scientific, this is not simply scientific equipment. This is, you know, I did laugh at that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty much, there was a line, I just did not write it down while I was watching. Yeah, I didn't, I, I, I didn't really note anything down. Like there was, mm. There wasn't too much dialogue between people. I mean, a lot of it was just dialogue between Joe and herself. Um, yeah. We're just passing back and forth information. So, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a line that stood out to me too much. We haven't had a very much, like, quotable show in a while. No. Not since we started Masters of the Air. It's no, not, a, it's not be, a very quote-worthy show. I'll be honest. I think the only quotable show that we've really covered on this channel is Peaky Blinders. Um I don't think any other show we've covered, maybe Foundation. Foundation um, is the one that comes to mind. Yeah, Foundation Foundation, and Peaky Blinders are at the top. But when you talk about shows that lines stand out, it's more shows like Sopranos or um, mm, Game Mad of Thrones, Man. Mad Men for sure. Uh, the New Look probably falls into that category if I had to guess. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. Anyways. You know, I, I did have one thing that I noticed about this show. Um, that I hadn't mentioned yet. Something that's a little different than most other Apple shows that that we've at least covered on this uh, on this podcast. There's a lot of product placement <laughs> in this in I this show. I didn't notice it at all. Well, I mean, they're on the iPad, so that, there's that. There you there's, go. There's well, one there. Yeah. It's Apple, of course. It's Apple. So we got the iPads floating around. He's not going to um, say, "Give me the Meta Quest." 
Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see the uh, the VR headset at some point. Yeah, the Vision yeah. Pro is going to be used as we're trying to you know pull apart the data from this quantum computer or something. Yeah. yeah. Um. But no, there there was also like this uh, like zoomed in shot. I think it was in episode one when when uh, Joe was. I want to say it was when she was suiting up to go out. Um, she's wearing like the Apple watch and everything too. So I'm just like, all right. And all she's right. using the iPad to draw, right? So she's using, yeah, so she's got the Apple pencil. And what's the, that app? That iPad. app is uh procreate. I think it's Pro, called probably pro. I didn't see what she was drawing with, but yeah. I mean, she seemed pretty talented. So it was probably yeah, yeah, just freaking. Yeah. 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 In a high pressure situation. Just sketching yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. All right. All right. Um, that's all I got. Let's, let's wrap this one up. Thank you all for joining us. Hope you enjoyed uh, Constellation. And, well, we hope you're a little less confused now that you've listened to us uh, ramble about it for 35 minutes. Until next time, we'll be covering episode three before the next episode drops on Wednesday. That's the plan. So stay tuned. You should be getting not only this great episode, but you'll be getting a True Detective wrap up. So if you want to watch True Detective, there's only six episodes. Really great. Uh, best season since season one. Um, Jodie Foster's in it. She does a, a killer job. Um, anyways, that's great. We're going to drop Masters of the Air. So you got jam-packed. You're going to have at least three episodes or four episodes counting this one in the next four to five days. So, yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Constellation by Story Archives. By the way, find this I, li- podcast. I like the name of the show, by the way. Uh, Constellation. Constellation. Yeah. I like it's, it. it's, it's nice to have a one word show. Yeah. 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 Or one word name for a show at the very least. Agreed. So, some of them, some of them are getting a little long. Like what was it? Uh, Monarch Legacy, Monarch, of, Monsters Legacy of Monsters and things like that. Yeah. Jesus. It's yeah. just a mouthful every time. Mm-hmm. But anyways, you can catch this lack of a mouthful uh, show coverage hey, on right. Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Spotify Podcasts. You can visit us on YouTube at Soapbox Podcast Network. You can visit our website at Soapbox.house. Email us at contact at Soapbox.house. And we do have a link in the description below for our quarterly newsletter. I can't keep a straight face when you're laughing back there. <laughs> All right. Is that it? <laughs> That's all she wrote, man. Hey, if you like this episode, make sure to like it, uh, subscribe to the pod, and uh, rate us five stars. Uh, We love those. Leave us a review. A good one. And uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon. It is much appreciated. All right. Until next time, enjoy your weekend. Listen to all of our episodes as they come out, as you're doing your stuff, uh, you know, working out, you know, moving around town, going to the beach, whatever you guys are doing this weekend. And uh, see you next time.